Hi there, I'm Andrew Batiste and I'm a teacher and e-learning coordinator. And I'm Nathan Richards, also a teacher and school digital support officer. Everything Microsoft Education is a free podcast. We cover what's new and changing with educational technology within Office 365 for schools. So in today's episode, we're taking a look at Microsoft Teams Insights gets an upgrade, Microsoft Forms long-awaited print feature has finally arrived, Word Online updates include embedded documents and a nice little hack for the OneNote class notebook. All right, so first up is Insights. Now, Andrew, you have new classes already uh, with the new year starting and rolling over. You're obviously a secondary teacher, so you've got multiple classes, and you would have been used to last year having the Insights tab added to your Teams. There is a new little feature, though, isn't there, that kind of creates a bit of a dashboard? Yeah, so previously, um, I guess it also came about when we um, in Australia and in Queensland went remote, Insights sort of um, gained a lot of attention, I guess, especially from staff at my school. And previously, you had to add the Insights little tab to the top of each team on, on one of your general, your general channel. So Microsoft Teams or Microsoft in general have added a new little feature where now on the left-hand side of your little sidebar, you can actually add Insights as a tab there. So it will sit along your activity, chat, assignments, calendar, that sort of stuff down the bottom. And you also have the option to pin that and pop that out. So you can pop it out into its own little um, window and then you're able to have a look at all of the data for your students. So it's, I guess, a lot more convenient for, for um, teachers being able to, they can now see a whole spread of all their classes in the one go, where previously you had to move in between teams and channels to find that data. You can get a full spread of all your teams. It gives you a general preview of all of the classes by looking at the name, whether you've got active or inactive students, what time of the day, missed submissions and meeting attendance, things like that. But then if you're able to go into um, and look at the really core data on specific students in each class. That's cool. The, so you have to actually go into each class to really, I guess, drill down into each student though. Like the dashboard doesn't kind of give you individual results of every student in the class. It's just like a, like a holistic class view. Yeah, it's just a bit of an overview, I guess, at first, just to give you a quick glance of maybe how things are going within that class. But yeah, if you're looking for the real specific data on whether students are handing in assignments on time, looking at, you know, how active they are on Teams, whether they're engaging in the, um, you know, the, the communication, whether they're liking or commenting on things, all that sort of stuff. If you go into that class, you're going to be able to get a full spread of all your students and when they're on and not online. Um, and you get a look at their meetings, communication, files, assignments, and you even get more specifically a time period on sort of how you want to see that data, whether it's today, yesterday, the last week, across the last you know 30 days, things like that. So being able to really, I guess, um, narrow down the specific data maybe you're looking for. Yeah, I guess... Um... So the moment you have like the time one up on the screen, so that's going to show us when they're on Teams specifically. I know from past experiences that I've gone in there and there's like, there's kids in there like at 1am in the morning doing work. Um, you know, 
you reckon that opens up conversations to have with kids about organization and whether 1am is the right time in the morning to be doing stuff like that or yeah for sure so you're obviously you're going to find some interesting data in there sometimes um i guess down to the the individual students situation but yeah if that sort of i guess becomes something quite common they, they seem to be working on um assignments or, or communicating on teams that at sort of strange hours of the night then yeah that's definitely gonna um open up a conversation that i guess maybe you wouldn't have known about without mm-hmm. that insights tab so because i guess parents might not even be aware of that either that yeah you know, exactly. students are up late you know they're not getting enough sleep so it's kind of giving us that that little bit of that leg up that understanding why people kids rock up to class and they seem half asleep and you might be able to actually pull some some useful data there yeah for sure the other one we were gonna the second one sorry we were gonna chat about was forms yeah so forms has got its um a feature that that's it's been long awaited um it, the, the ability to be able to print a form off so i guess what would be some of the advantages of printing a form off nathan yeah it's a bit of a when i first told someone about this they're like yeah you could already, already do that and i don't think i probably explained it correctly the first time but you have been able to print forms but you've only been able to print responses so a student would complete a form so a microsoft form online and then you could go in and you could print out individual answers if you wanted them printed out but what's new about it is that you can actually print the form or the quiz whatever it is that you make you can print it blank the that's that's brand new so if you've got questions or they're multiple choice questions and you want them printed and not completed uh, electronically you now have that option which i mean i guess depending on the classroom environment depending on the subject access technology that's going to become a real enabler for teachers do you reckon or yeah so i, I guess straight away the first thing that i thought of was i mean i'm pretty fortunate my school to have a one-to-one device with kids who've all got a pretty good laptop and, and it works well um, but schools where maybe that's an issue is could definitely be a big advantage to them being able to print that off and not having to rely on you know every student to have a working laptop or a working device just to simply do a quick quiz or, or a little test yeah absolutely and there's there's because there's features especially for math teachers there's features that help you build quizzes really quickly so even if you do want to have a multiple choice one and you don't want to have to you know work out what all the alternative answers are so that they actually have some form of meaning behind them you can actually get forms and use the ai in forms to do that for you and you could you could obviously you know old school way to create a um a little quiz of microsoft word but the, i guess there'd be some obvious time savers by using microsoft forms yeah absolutely i mean i would always still promote the use of doing forms electronically when it's possible it's because you've got that instant marking side of things which is a big time saver for teachers you know i used to when uh when i had my math class i would always try and do all my multiple choice questions on forms or on quizzes then i would probably all my short answers and my problem solving questions they would probably be done on paper but it just meant that i didn't have to quickly sit there and do that tick and flick process of doing the you know, you know how um, teachers do that room, that thing where the, the answers is like A, B, A, C, A, and they have to like go through and quickly do it that way. I guess that's the benefit of having the forms used electronically, but I agree with you in a shared environment, this feature to be able to print is going to be a bit of a game changer. And I guess probably the last one that sort of comes up for me 
um, has an advantage will be, um, I guess, we can worry about maybe students, especially I know at my school they're on Macs, quickly swiping across left and right to have you know other things open on the screen, whether it's mm. the answers or they've got something they're Googling. So I guess taking away that advantage of students being able to, I guess, cheat. Yeah, absolutely, because not every school necessarily has monitoring software on every device. I know that can be expensive and um, not everyone has access to sort of lockdown browsers, I guess, to complete it. So it's definitely in that environment where maybe you're still building that with your kids that the, that printed feature is going to be a, a bit of a game changer. Yeah, so definitely if you haven't checked out the um, the print feature on Microsoft Forms, definitely have a look at that and, um, you know, if any of those things that we discussed sort of maybe are a complication or a reason um, to maybe do that in your classroom, definitely look at it. Cool. The other thing that we noticed we want to talk about was Word Online. So Word Online takes embedded documents now. Yeah. So as you said, specifically to Word Online, so we don't quite have these features we're going to talk about in a minute in the desktop version of Word, but if you are in a situation where you are using Word online or if you're even using Word through Microsoft Teams, that is a version, um, an online version of Word. So all these features are going to work in there, but being able to embed um, documents and videos and all that sort of stuff is something we've only ever seen in Microsoft OneNote. Yeah, and <laughs> it's no secret you and I are massive users of OneNote, so we massive. Were- we would obviously naturally just go straight to OneNote for it. But in the work I do, I come across a lot of teachers that haven't even opened OneNote yet. They're, um, they're, they're not at that stage yet. But Word is definitely something that most people are comfortable with. It's I especially remember when I went through school, we were, I was using Word. So whenever I open it, I feel very comfortable and relaxed in that environment. Now, we would use... And some of your specific examples that we share are around flip learning. So that's going to enable flip learning in Word now, isn't it, basically? Yeah, for sure. So some of the things that we're able to embed into a Word document are things like similar things that we, we see in OneNote, but things like YouTube videos is probably going to be, well, I guess, one of the biggest ones that most teachers will, will take use of. And it's same as OneNote, just a matter of copying and pasting the hyperlink um, straight into Word. And that video is going to actually embed and actually play within that page. So yeah, being able to then be able to put some other space for notes or questions underneath for the students to be able to, if you're as a teacher recording your own videos and things like that, um, and being able to, I guess, yeah, create that flipped learning classroom is, is definitely a little easier than where, um, yeah, maybe relying on things like OneNote that can be quite daunting if you if you haven't really learnt or quite new to OneNote. Absolutely. The, the thing that I noticed with the desktop one which isn't a massive disadvantage. So if you copy and paste the URL in on the online, you get to play the video in the Word document. But when it's in the desktop, it puts it in like as a picture. Is that right? Yeah, so it just kind of pops up, I guess, just as um, an image of yeah. that video. So yeah, you, you lose that interactivity that you're normally going to get um, in the online version by being able to play the video, pause the video. You're still going to have access to that link, um, which the kids can click on, and that will take them to that video on YouTube. But I guess the idea of embedding is trying to keep them within the one document. We don't really want them going off to YouTube um, where there's a thousand other videos and a thousand other distractions or going off to other websites or third-party programs. Just sort of trying to keep them all in the one place, I guess, for convenience really and, and, and um, even um, keeping the students on task. And then if you're um, – so obviously 
the organization that we work for uses teams so teams automatically uses word online so if you're channeling that work through teams so if i was to distribute that as part of an assignment in teams assignments that is obviously going to bypass that as well so it's a nice way of making sure that they're in the word online version hey yeah, so definitely, you know, generally students, when they open assignment on Teams, they will stay in Teams. Some students uh, like to open up in their desktop. So if they do open up in the desktop, they're going to lose those embed features. But as long as they stay in that um, in that Teams environment, they stay in within the app and, and work through there, they're going to have all those features of embedding. So there's a few other things that we can embed. So it's not just YouTube videos. So you've got things like Flipgrid, uh, which is a really cool website where students can record videos and that sort of stuff stream um, which is a bit like a youtube where you can record your own videos and 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 put videos straight into your um your word documents microsoft forms embeds straight into there which is really cool so you can be able to embed quizzes straight into your document Uh, microsoft sway is another great one slideshare ted talks vimeos um, there's a whole combination of things that you can embed in there so a really really cool feature that Microsoft have brought to Microsoft Word awesome cool then the last thing we wanted to share today was something that we actually learned from Mike Tolson he released um, or he's been releasing like his top 10 top 20 tips for I guess uh, the, you know the products that he's in charge of if you're not aware of Mike Tolson he is the product manager for the Microsoft Education Suite. So there was a really, as we said before, you and I are massive fans of the OneNote class notebook, but um, I learned something the other day from him and that was about using master OneNote, or basically moving work from one OneNote to students quickly. Yes. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah, so I guess in probably both of our experience, when we're trying to um, teach um, teachers how to use OneNote, and then the general setup we try to encourage is that there is a master OneNote or a, a teacher OneNote that's ideally stored in your SharePoint or somewhere where you know all teachers can access and collaborate on that OneNote. But the advantage of being able to this new feature is being able to distribute to a class notebook straight from that master OneNote. So one of the problems is teachers get confused between moving between the teacher notebook and moving their content across to their content library and then the process of distribution. Teachers often get stuck or miss a step in there somewhere. So being able to, if you've got a page um, in that master OneNote, being able to just quickly click on that. And the, the difference is instead of hitting just the normal distribute button, you're hitting the cl- uh, cross notebook distributing button and that will actually bring up all your other class notebooks simply choose um, the the notebook that you want and that will just send that straight out to the students so it's something that was designed to distribute to multiple classes i know myself i've got two year nine business classes this year and i've already used that cross notebook distribution feature a lot already so being able to send it to class at once but yeah a cool little hack um, we can send straight from the master one note yeah definitely and um i've been showing teachers that like crazy lately because it's just that idea of having to keep moving documents around it can just be a little bit overwhelming especially for new OneNote users but just knowing that it's that simple to get work to students i think kind of 
makes people feel a bit more at ease <laughs> with we, using uh, the software. We might have to do a, a YouTube video on that. Yeah, actually, that's we'll add it to the list. To the list. <laughs> um, so yeah, look out for that coming soon. So if you're unsure how to do it, there'll probably be a YouTube video coming out soon. All right, awesome. We before we finish up, we like to try and find something that's new or changing that's going to be happening inside of the Microsoft Education Office 365 space. Today's is based on OneNote again um, and distributing. Now, typically when you distribute in OneNote, it's very difficult for students to actually know that you've distributed something unless you like physically tell them or notify them about it. There is a change coming and we should see it any day now. Um, do you want to tell us about that one? Yeah, so I guess it's around just getting notified or notifying the students that something has been sent to them, a page has actually been sent to their student section. So as you said previously, no notifications. I guess the students just sort of open their OneNote and if you've distributed, you know, in between lessons or that morning, that page just automatically pops up and unless you tell the students to go in and have a look at that page, they're not going to know it's there. So we're not 100% sure what that notification is going to look like yet. Um, is there going to be integration with Teams? Is it going to be a notification, a little banner in Teams? Is it going to pop up as a little um, notification symbol within the OneNote app? Not 100% sure what it's going to look like yet, but I guess definitely we're making improvements on, um, you know, getting the students to know that maybe there's work there. Hey, maybe you want to go and check that out. Maybe you want to start working on it, things like that. Awesome. All right, I think that's pretty much it for today and what we were going to cover. Obviously, we will have more for you in our next episode. Otherwise, thank you very much for listening to our recent updates on basically what's new and changing with educational technology within Office 365. Don't forget, if you are avid users of things like OneNote or even Minecraft Education, check out our YouTube channel, Everything OneNote and Everything Minecraft Education Edition. There we have some videos that you can basically access and get some tutorials, some examples that will help you with your teaching practice. Until next time, guys, thank you very much for listening and we will see you again soon. See ya.